Hello and welcome to the Literally Dead podcast, hosted by Nina and Tiffany. Kind of basic, never boring, and always authentic, our lifestyle podcast covers a wide range of topics including pop culture, health and wellness, career, relationships, and a bunch of other weird stuff. But don't worry, we think you're going to like it. If you're picking up what we're putting down, follow us on Instagram at Literally Dead Podcast and subscribe to our channel on iTunes and SoundCloud. So, Tiffany... You had a really exciting uh, week last week, right? You went on a little trip? I did. Did you see my Instagram where I'm um, – it's a picture of Taylor Swift and Halsey at the Billboard Music Awards and right behind them sitting down looking very melancholy for no reason is me. And so all that to say, I was at the Billboard Music Awards. I was formally invited as a seat filler. Um, and that's a whole other episode on its own. That's a whole other ridiculous story. But moral of the story is you are supposed to fill the seats in the first 20 rows for the celebrities at these award shows, whether it be the Emmys or the Billboard Music Awards or the Grammys, so that when the camera pans the audience, it doesn't look empty. Because surprisingly, these celebrities are getting up all the time and they're missing segments and they're God knows where. So whenever you see someone you don't quite recognize, it's probably just a seat filler. It's a pretty interesting and fun experience. You can get really close to certain celebrities and you get to see what they're really like um, up close. So this time around, I was lucky enough to take Olivia Wilde's seat. So she was presenting the very first award. She presented and she never came back. And sometimes that happens. You get really lucky and you never have to leave your she seat. She was just like, bye, I'm out. Yep. I don't know why. But I, so I was in the second row the entire show. So I had a pretty good view of all the performances. I got to see my baby's BTS up close and personal. And they're so cute. They brought their own snacks and they just, we, uh, <laughs> you know, I felt like we were kindred spirits. Oh, so sweet. But what was Really exciting for me is I was literally right behind Taylor Swift the whole time. She was in the row in front of me. Like, she was blocking my view half the time. I was kind of pissed at her about it because the girl is tall. The girl is as tall as she seems. I mean, she doesn't try to make herself seem short by any means, but in person, I'm 5'1", and she's at least with heels pushing, like, 6'6". She's very tall. If anyone doesn't know us very well then I will tell you now that we are huge Taylor Swift fans together. Team Taylor. Team Taylor all the way. Snake team. Yeah. So I remember when you first told me that you were behind her, I think I asked specifically, and I'm sure people want to know, what like what does her skin and her hair look like close up? That sounds so creepy. But like, you know, you always see all the celebrities and they look absolutely perfect. And sometimes it can make you look like or feel like shit about yourself. Yeah. So I always like to know that. The kind of annoying thing is that 90% of them are – I always go to this hoping I'll be humbled – not humbled. I'm already humbled going there because I feel like a second-class citizen. But I'm hoping that they'll be humanized to me and they won't be these, like, ethereal untouchables um, that you just read in magazines. And it doesn't always happen that way because 90% of them look really good in person. Really, really good. I mean, obviously, they've spent hours getting their makeup done. It's funny. They either look amazing in person or really, really bad. But I would say that's only like 10% of them. Maybe they just like partied a little too hard. I don't know. (laughs) 
Taylor Swift looked exactly as you would think. She looked r- amazing. She kind of looked like a Barbie doll. I know that's terrible, but like her oh hair God. was perfect. Yeah. Her teeth are perfect. And um, she smells really good. I couldn't get past that. Like when she walks by, it's just this <laughs> whiff of like fairy dust. I don't know. She actually smells really, really good. I don't know what she wears, but I was very, I was very impressed. She's like an angel. She is. And one thing I did really like about her, this is really cheesy, but what also adds to her beauty wasn't just her makeup, but when you look at her, there's something in her eyes when she's watching performers and when she's just enjoying herself in the moment and dancing, she's dancing like the whole show. She just lights up her own face, Mm -hmm. which is also something that's intangible and not, not every celebrity has that. So that was another thing I noticed. Which means I was, like, zooming in to her every pore, which is so creepy. Because I was behind her the whole time, like, I could hear what her conversations were with people. And that's kind of where she humanized herself to me. She um, she had conversations that we would have. Like, so she was talking to Brendan Urie's mm-hmm. wife. And she's like, you guys should, I would love to have them over for dinner. I would love to, you know, get together sometime. Just normal conversation. Like, normal people stuff, yeah. I mean, I don't know what I was expecting, but it's just funny to hear them just have normal conversations. Yeah. She genuinely seems like a really nice person. Technically, they still have to be on their best behavior because they're still in the spotlight at these shows. But you you can when you can hear the things they're talking about during commercial breaks where there's not a camera on them, that those are those moments where you can kind of get a better idea of what they're really like. And she always seemed like genuinely sweet. Did I tell you about what she did to the girl sitting next to me? Um, I don't think so, no. So the number one rule of seat filling is they tell you not to talk to talent first, but you you can, you know, you can say hi and whatever. I always kind of talk to whoever's next to me every once in a while. But definitely don't, like, super fan. This girl was placed next to me in Rob Gronkowski's seat because he was getting up to present. Taylor sat down, and she obviously was, I don't blame her, but she was a super fan. So she was sitting behind her the whole time going, Taylor, 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 (laughs) Taylor, Taylor. I'm not even kidding. Like over and over again. And I, even though inside, that was the voice in my head. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I like so badly wanted to ask for a photo or whatever. I just, but I didn't. I looked at her and I was like, this is like the number one thing you don't do. Everyone knows this. And I was getting secondhand embarrassment for her a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was like, get it together, mm-hmm. you know, internalize that like I am. And Taylor kind of ignored her or didn't hear her. It could have gone either way. Like, that's the other thing. As soon as the lights go down, people are rushing her, like, from left and right. And it is crazy. I cannot imagine being that kind of person. Oh it's God. very overwhelming. But so finally, she turns around, like, throws her arm over the back of her chair and looks at the girl, and she's like, hey, buddy, how are you? And the girl's like, I haven't seen you. In, I saw you 10 years ago at a meet and greet. And she's like, I know. It's been a super long time. Just like a normal, sweet conversation. And then the girl's like, follow me on Tumblr. Like, you haven't followed me on Tumblr yet. And Taylor asked for her username and said, all right, I can remember that. That's really doable. And I'm curious now to see if she actually did. But I know. I wonder. So, I know. I could probably creep and find out. And she took a couple photos with her. She took selfies, and I was super jealous, jealous, super jealous. So then she turned around, and um, someone was performing. There was an empty chair next to her, 
And she turns back around and looks at the girl and motions her. She goes, do you want to come dance next to me? And so the girl is just like frozen in place. It was really, really cute. And she climbed over and spent like two songs next to her dancing and they were talking and I'm that girl looked like it had made her life and I'm sure it really did. I'm sure it did. Yeah. Also to be a type of person where you can you know that you have that much influence over over someone's I know. experience and yeah. even it's a so few powerful. minutes can change like she's gonna be thinking about that for forever, I'm sure. Totally. Say what you will about whether she's fake or not, but she truly is the only person that night who did anything like that. She just, like, gets into it, and she's just very authentically herself, for better or mm-hmm. worse. But, yeah, so that was my experience, and then it was kind of good timing because she had just released her new single, Me. Did you listen to it? Yes, of course I did. Did you watch the video? Yes, I watched the video, and then I watched her performance. I really liked her last album because I liked, like, the kind of angsty Taylor and I do like the new stuff, but I definitely think this album's going to be really different. And I think a lot of the fans are saying the same thing, you know, because she's like in a better place. She's happy. She's in love. But yeah, I mean, I definitely like it. I mean, I love Panic at the Disco too. So that's cool. And I wasn't expecting a duet to be her first single. Right. Also. So that was kind of interesting. I will say like, I liked me. It was a little too, like, sugary sweet for me, I think. Yeah. However, that being said, she always does this where she releases typically her first release song before the album comes out is something that actually goes against the rest of the album. If you've thought about all the other songs she's released, Look What You Made Me Do is kind of pretty different from the rest of the songs. Yeah, totally. Uh, Shake It Off, all that stuff. I don't know what the rest of the album's truly going to be like because the first song isn't really representative of it i agree with you we've talked about this like her reputation era is so was so needed for her yeah i loved it the other thing i really liked in her music video that i think was my biggest takeaway was actually the imagery of the snake bursting into butterflies and it may just be like the theme of her era i also hope it's directly correlated with how she's feeling because in the aftermath of reputation i think it would be a feel-good story for me. Yeah, no, totally. I mean, I think it's clear that, like, I know we both went to the Reputation tour as well, and, you know, she talks about it at the tour, how she was so scared to, like, come back after, like, all the shit went down and she thought, like, everybody hated her and, you know, it was, like, a really hard time. And I think after seeing how successful that album was and, you know, a lot of people really rallied behind her, I'm really happy to see that now she's, like, Not, like, I don't want to say back on top because, like, a lot of people still fucking hate her. But, like, she's very, very relevant and she deserves to be respected in the music space, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, say what you will about her. But in the end, just like you said, like, she is a good person at heart. I choose to believe that compared to a lot of the other celebrities out there that are in the music industry specifically. And I think she really does deserve the fame and she uses it well. I think that's something really special, especially to have a role model like that for younger girls. I know. I think it's, I have so many thoughts about it because I always say this, but I like her because I grew up with her, if that makes yeah. any yeah. sense. Like, since no, I she know. Released- we literally have known her forever. Yeah. 
Well, not, oh my God, I don't know her. Why did I say that? But you know what I mean. <laughs> we are so, we are her like crazy fans. Anyways, but since she released Taylor Swift in 2006, like every album she, because she was going through the same life phases as us, every yes, album she released totally. just was eerily relevant to whatever yes. I was going through. And I found yes. that to be incredible. And it yeah. led to me actually trying to, for a few years, I tried to like reject her or not like get off her bandwagon. Because I didn't want to be like a basic yoga pants wearing, Starbucks drinking, Taylor Swift listening girl. That at the end of the day, it's okay to be quote unquote basic, whatever that means. It's okay to like things other people like. It's okay yeah. to like spump- pumpkin spice lattes. Like don't try to be alternative just for the sake of it because that defeats yeah, the purpose. Yeah, if you like it, if you like something, then like it. Like that kind of reminds me too of something that I always say. Like I hate the saying guilty pleasures. Because if you like something, just like it and own it. Right. Like, what's the big deal? I mean, I think you and Except I Except like, for Ted Bundy. Obviously, murderers, that's another thing. Regular people that aren't murderers use guilty pleasure as, a, as like, oh, I really like One Direction. That's my guilty pleasure. Or like Justin Bieber or like whatever it is. And it's like, yeah, I love them. But I, and it's not my guilty pleasure. I just like listening to them. And that's okay. Pumpkin yeah, spice exactly. lattes. I like them. And that's okay. I mean... Everybody is struggling so hard to be different, but really everybody should just be themselves, whatever that looks like. Here's the thing. It's the number one sell. It's the best boy, number one boy band. It's the best yeah. drink. Like people are buying it. Don't be embarrassed as the, as a Because group. it's good. Like just stop. And yeah. so anyways, if you just embrace who you really are, your uniqueness will shine naturally in other ways. And 100%. I started to, she actually kind of taught me that indirectly, um, because I just started embracing it. I was like, I like Taylor. I'm not going to pretend that I totally am embarrassed too. of her or whatever. Yeah, I'm not at all. I also think she's someone who's been so interesting in the media because she's one of those people who can do no right. Yes. Everything she does, there's something to say about it. Like her performance. It, yeah, there's always some issue. And I think she leverages some of that intelligently as marketing. Like she's a very smart yeah. businesswoman and knows what she's doing. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I cannot imagine living in a world where you really can't live your life, wear an outfit without an entire population having an opinion about it. And then she's mentioned this before, but you're constantly at war with your work self and real self and how they collide and when you can, how you Mm -hmm. separate them if you can at all eventually. For the longest time, she was really politically silent and she kind of just embraced her artistry and didn't really speak out on a lot of things, maybe did stuff behind the scenes. And people were always on her for not speaking up and not using her platform for good, whatever that means. It's so subjective. It's just Mm -hmm. whatever people want you to do, you know. Mm -hmm. But I think they were really referring to politics. Right. Well, we live in a – like right now, it's just so important. And I mean, she's not the only celebrity that's been – that was getting that. Yeah, but so then she endorses a candidate and then everyone gave her, condemned her intelligence because she should just stick to singing, just do what you do best. So literally there's just no... She can't win. I just can't imagine living that kind of life where you are... I don't know. I'm so sensitive. If I even get one mean comment on Instagram, it's like ruining my week. It's just so fascinating. I guess the only way is to detach from your like public self and your real self. And to, like, treat it as a persona. But that's – I don't know how you actually do that. 
yeah, I don't know either, but I do think that like our generation, I, I don't do this and I, I don't think either of us do, but with social media, obviously Taylor Swift is like, her fame is like totally different and can't be, you know, compared to regular people on social media. But in a sense, I kind of think it's similar to who you're portraying on your social media versus like who you really are. For some people, it's the same. For some people, it's not. Right. And it's kind of the same as, like, if you were on camera or, like, if you were in the public eye in any way, you know? Like, it can be difficult, I think, to make sure to try to remain as authentic as possible. But obviously, there are still certain things that you may or may not share if you know that the whole world has access to it. It's like you don't want them to taint your reality of of it, you know? Yeah. I think that's also why she has kept her relationship so it's so under wraps and I, I know but I want to know I want to know too but she's done a really good job I'm like man he doesn't even go with you to any events like, I know nothing I it's know like he doesn't exist it which literally is, is so interesting I've been just thinking about it a lot leading into her new album and I'm so curious about what it's gonna be I'm like I'm so excited I yeah. know and she's let She's dropped a few hints. I don't know if she's told us when to expect it or when to expect no. another song. But I think people were saying, um, people, also her fans are amazing in that, I mean, her devoted, I am a devoted fan, but I don't get involved in theories and things like that. No, I just no. follow along. They have come up with so many theories and she plays along with them. Like she drops yeah. Easter eggs and everything. Yeah. And yeah. I think, I'm trying to figure it out, but I think they figured out a date in May when she's going to release something new. I don't know if you know what that date is. I thought I heard, I don't know what the date is, but I saw some interview with her and it sounded like the fans like guessed what the name of her next single was going to be. And she like didn't confirm or deny it. I think she said it was love or something. Lover? Lover? Yeah. I don't know. But I I did see an interview with her about that. Yeah, there's two things it could have been, but there was one where there's a sign that said lover when Brendan Urie's handing her a kitten oh. like in the background. Um, which I love that she adopted that cat, for real. He's the cutest Oh thing. my god, that cat is so freaking cute. I know. I'm obsessed. With the blue eyes, I would have adopted Aww, it. I know, I want it. It's so cute. <sighs> Just, anyways, yeah. So I'm really excited to see where that goes, and... I highly encourage everyone to have an open mind and at least uh, don't be ashamed to like something that's catchy. Yeah, definitely. Like our thing is Taylor Swift. Whatever your thing is, just embrace it. And, you know, life's too short. You know, we're, I'm 30 and I was 29 when I went to the Taylor Swift concert and I was freaking the hell out. And I'm not, I'll be doing that till I'm 50 if I have the choice. And I have no shame whatsoever. So I don't think anybody else should either. Take that guilty pleasure and make it just a pleasure, unless yes. it's killing someone. Yes, then that's going to be a no. As long as it's legal, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For the most part. Anyways, I think Taylor should come on the podcast. Maybe someday. You should have asked her when you were at the Billboard Music Awards. Hello. I should have done a lot of things, Nina. I froze. Next, next time. Next time. Anything else to say on Taylor for now? Um, no, I don't think so. I think that we should just, you know, we'll check in as more information and singles are dropped because I think it'll be interesting to kind of follow, you know, follow this wave and continue to talk about it. Whether or not our listeners care, somebody does out there. So that's enough for me. 